This episode of Active Listeners Podcast contains some adult language and mature themes. Hello and welcome to Active Listeners with Mike and Shane. Each week, we will discuss our lives, our goals, and our expectations as artists, as well as discuss what it is to be an artist. Performers, visual artists, and musicians. Mike and I, we want to talk to you, and we want to talk to you about what you do, why you do it, and what that art really means to you. We'll have guests to discuss artistic expression and the all-around nature of the artist's lifestyle. And try to answer that question. Is there a de facto artist lifestyle? Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook and join us in the conversation. Hello and welcome to Active Listeners with Mike and Shane. Today we plan to talk about body images and how that body image is impacted by society and how body image impacts the art we make. Yes, and we have a very special guest tonight, uh, an artist named Isaac that goes by Color My Flaws, and we're going to talk to Isaac about his body positivity work, uh, among other things, being a uh, black artist, uh, and also get into some of his other uh, expressions of of art. Uh, so yeah, here we go. Uh, so Shane, body positivity, what's that all about, man? You know, that is something that I would say I'm still learning today. I would say body positivity is something I struggle with daily. I don't know that I have much body positivity. I'm starting to have body recognition. And I think that's a really powerful first step to the level of positivity that I'm looking for. I would love to be able to rip my shirt off and just show the world who I am and what I have, but I am not there. <laughs> I don't think the world is there either, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously though, uh yeah, yeah, body positivity is is a I would say just beyond fledgling movement in in society where we've all decided that enough with your idea of what I should look like because this is what I look like and that should be okay. I think that I was really resistant to this early on before a lot of the studies and things started to kind of be more popular um, that kind of deal with how body image affects overall health, especially because most of our lives and still to this day, we are told that your body and its size is directly correlates to your health. So, I think touching back into how society dictates how our bodies should look, there was this huge overuse of Photoshop as an artistic means of fixing still the... It still is. But we've also had a lot of movements that veer in the other direction. The I'm going to take a picture without makeup on look or the natural lighting, no filter idea. 
which really fights against the idea of we need a filter or we need to be photoshopped to be a better version of us for sure and it's kind of funny that that happened in the in the time of social media when social media is like the ultimate filter of our lives right we only post things that we care to share um for some of us for most of us it's those things that you know show this appearance outward appearance of happiness we all have that mask we put on. We all have a mask. But then... Bruce Wayne is my mask. Through the social media mask, we put on another filter. It's it's layer upon layer. Yes, I got your Batman I reference. I have to work it in. I know. I, I know. I don't judge you. But it's, it's a really great analogy. You know, DC's Batman isn't super popular for no reason. There's a... A means of identifying with that character because the mask he puts on is really taking off the societal expectations. For sure, for sure. Also, I think what we should we should touch on some uh, is the fact that body positivity doesn't just mean embracing your body if you're big. It means embracing your body if you're not 36... 24 36 or whatever the you know whatever the ideal hourglass is um you know it's about embracing yourself if you're thin it's about embracing yourself if you're just average if you're hairy if you're you know you're not if you're tall if you're short if you're trans you know it's it's about being comfortable in our skin and accepting each other and in whether, whatever way we present. And if, and if you're not happy with how you look and you want to change how you look, if you want to be V-shaped and buff, then do that. That's fine. We, we are positively uh, supporting you in that endeavor. And don't get us wrong. There is a, a journey of self-discovery that is required to really get to that level of body positivity. And even if you don't see that in yourself, leave other people alone. <laughs> for sure for sure you know it's not just about the struggles you're going through it's about recognizing that we all have those struggles and we go through them at different paces and if you're ready to talk about those things we welcome that conversation if you're not ready to talk about those things come back talk to us when you are as an actor i kind of think about this a lot just because in movies and in uh, television, uh, body types fit a type, right? Like if you're you're in good shape and you're you know slightly above average height, uh, and you can get buff in three weeks, you're gonna play a superhero. Um, but if you're overweight and you're kind of short and you kind you know you're gonna play the comic relief sidekick and. It's interesting. We get a lot of body positivity ideas of this from Hollywood, from media. They really still aren't showing us that. They really still aren't fully participating. Yeah, and not to put you on the spot, but I know that comic books are just a lot more up your alley than mine. And not only do you read them, but you also write them. And I do. I wonder I do. what sort of bodies are you putting to paper? What kind of sure. representation are you working on? I mean, honestly, I'm falling short. There is a certain aspect to comic books and drawing and, uh, you know, in that style that has a long tradition of showing peak human form, 
of showing peak human ability. And I've definitely participated in that. But yeah, I, I actually haven't. I got to go sit in the corner and think about what I've done because I haven't done a whole lot. I knew I'd get you once. <laughs> in that respect, in character creating, uh, which is primarily what I'm doing for my own work right now in development, is other forms of representation. I write a lot of black characters. I you know, have created queer characters, trans characters. So it's definitely important to the stories that i tell and to flash back to suburban black dad that's a comic book form and the character in that is much more normal i i didn't i didn't want to say normal because uh, average he's an average he's he, i mean he's you know modeled after me um so yeah. he's a person you could see walking in the street and right. not a person you would be like oh he spends 27 hours a day in the gym and he fights sure. crime <laughs> Sure. But I mean, also, so I've, I don't want to defend comic art, right? I don't want to say, oh, well, it makes sense because they're fighting and doing impossible things. Well, yeah, they're doing impossible things. So why does our body have anything to do with it? If there's a magical force, it doesn't have right. to be a physical there's force. No, exactly. No. There's no reason. I mean, there's no reason why Doctor Strange has to be a, a physically perfect middle-aged white dude you know what i mean he's just he's a he's he's a sorcerer it could be anything and it goes back to if you look at his comic relief as much as i hate that term if we're gonna talk about terms we dislike comic relief ugh, that's a whole separate <laughs> episode but his partner is a person that is a less than society ideal of a person. He's a bit rounder. Sure. sure. He's a, a larger dude. Yeah. I, just recently, there was some some buzz about the actor uh, from the Spider-Man series, uh, and unfortunately, I don't remember his name. Uh, but he plays Ned, Peter Parker's best friend, and he just recently just lost some weight. He's not. He's. I mean, he's not even like fully different person. He just lost a little bit of weight, and like. He's happy about it, so we should be happy for him. But at the same time, I feel like, could it be because he thinks that in order to move forward in his career after Spider-Man or even to progress into a, another role in that movie, he felt like he had to. And I think it's a shame that that could be the case. I think we see that strewn throughout Hollywood constantly of the larger actor who is put on screen to make you ha-ha, mm -hmm. wants to change how people see him. Sure. So the only the way to do that is to change his physical appearance. And sometimes that works for Adele's or... Chris Pratt's. Chris Pratt's. But I feel like sometimes it doesn't work. Like you look back at the larger chunk from Goonies and he lost weight. And he just became that average guy. Right. Because and he, couldn't, he fulfill, couldn't get any work. He couldn't fulfill exactly. you know, Hollywood's idea of what he should be doing on screen. Uh, and it's a shame. It really is. I hope to see maybe one day just an average dude in like a drama. Like, why do you need to be Jude Law perfect 
to be in a drama. And, and I think, you know, we've seen... Did you just use Jude Law as I your mean, pinnacle no, of perfection? but like he does the dramas, right? <laughs> like, why do you have to... What do you? Have, why do you have to look a certain way to play like someone that's going through shit? Like, uh, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think I you do. <laughs> you yeah, exactly. I don't think you do have to look a certain way. And I think that's part of the reason we're bringing Isaac on this episode today is to kind of talk us through that for sure for sure and we will get to that in just a moment but it is time for our weekly reminder that you can help us be cash flow positive if you would like to help support the show you can do that by becoming a patreon we have two tiers of support, uh, $5 and $10. Your $5 tier gets you access to midweek quickies. And it's really just a, a nice way to, uh, oh yeah, it's really just a nice way to, uh, you know, throw us like, I don't know, like a coffee a month, right? Like you go to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, you're spending that money on a coffee. Uh, so and what the is the ten dollar? This is the first announce the first announcement of the ten dollar tier. You actually get access to our Discord channel where Shane and I will be doing AMAs once a month. Uh, sometimes what we'll do also is bring back guests for uh, you to ask questions directly during those AMAs. I think that's something that maybe a lot of you would be interested in. So please go to www.patreon.com slash active listeners pod and choose a tier. Even if you just want to give us a coffee a month, that's fine too. Midweek quickies are still fun and we really do appreciate it. With us today, our guest, a body positivity artist, Isaac, Isaac, would you mind taking a minute telling us something about yourself? And we tend to ask each of our guests what their preferred pronouns are. So if you have a preference, let us know. Um, perfect. Um, what's up, everybody? My name's uh, Isaac. I go by Color My Flaws um, for the most part when it comes to social things uh, and art. I am a father of two, husband, black, fat, proud. All that good stuff. Sure. I, I'm i a simple man. <laughs> nothing wrong nothing with being really, a simple nothing man. Nothing really important about me. <laughs> oh, I would disagree. I've been scrolling through your social medias. There's a lot interesting about you, my friend. Yeah, I beg to differ. <laughs> uh, Isaac Isaac is, is, a, is, a, is a friend from the way back. We both attended Schenectady High School too many years ago then is appropriate to out ourselves <laughs> and uh <laughs> and yeah it's it's been really it's been really cool to follow the the progress of your journey on uh you know artistic journey and um and the topic that you've decided to make your work uh so we Appreciate wanted you. to take you know of course we wanted to take this opportunity to talk to you about body positivity because it's kind of a hot hot button issue and specifically because we are three men, it's becoming more prevalent for men, which is which is great. Which is Why don't you talk about it? A little well, with my journey with body positivity, you know, it it began like in 2015. 2015, I uh, unfortunately got very sick on on the verge of you know completely falling apart, and and in some ways, I really did. I began contemplating suicide and 
um, barely went through with it. Uh, but the thing that stopped me from doing it was my wife. Um, at the time, she had just become pregnant with my first child. And I, I just felt like that, that's a sucker way to leave somebody. <laughs> you know, felt that it was something that I needed to overcome. So with that, it brought me to thinking about how, where do I fit? You know, I, I've been fat my entire life. I've dealt with, you know, this just everything from, you know, looking at yourself and not seeing who it is that you really are when you look in the mirror to, you know, the, the countless diets and all the things that go along with that. And with what was wrong with me um, when I was sick in 2015, I lost a lot of weight very rapidly. And that began to bring about issues where it's like, oh, what's going on? I mean, I was, I'm still fat, but <laughs> I was really fat before that. So, you know, it brought about just a lot of questions and things. And, and it made me start to think about things. And at the time, body positivity was, I guess, in an infant stage, I guess, like a lot of people, it just started to kick off with people talking about it. So I wanted to do something that would reflect me. And I had stopped art previous to that. I stopped, I didn't draw, I didn't anything. I didn't think I was good enough to do that. I didn't, you know, I completely halted that and pushed that out of my mind. But I guess it helped me to rekindle that love affair again with art. Like I, I started to draw again. Um, and because of that, I, I created uh, my first book, which is literally the first thing I ever completed in my life. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was the Color My Flaws. That's actually where my name came from, Color My Flaws. That was the name of the Body Positive Adult Coloring Book, which is available on Amazon. If you want to cop that. It features just a bunch of different body types that you color in, all nude body types. So that's where the nude thing started. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I wanted to, I wanted something that would, that was worth something. Um, I look back on it now and it's like, I cringe a little because it was so bad. Like I didn't even know how to use the illustrator. Illustrator is what I mostly use in, in my art and I didn't even know how to use it. So it's like, ugh, when I look at it now, but we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a learning curve, especially um, coming from a physical medium, um, moving into a digital one. You gotta, you gotta relearn <laughs> a lot of basics just to make it work. Yeah. For sure. It was good. It, it, it helped me increase a lot of things. Yeah, that's amazing. It's not only brave to share that story, but brave to recognize that body positivity was in its infancy and recognizing that it was something that needed to be shouted from the rooftops and deciding to dive back into a medium that you shied away from for a while. I think that's... A, that's really cool i really appreciate the the nudes aspect of your work or you know it's it's not uncommon to see in the in art studying art figure drawings of of nude forms and while i, I won't say every nude form model or drawing i've ever seen is of a picturesque perfect person i will say that it is extremely rare or at least up until you know a couple of years ago it, it had been extremely rare to see 
larger bodies as as the subject yeah i mean that's 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 really where i wanted to to push for i when it, when you look at at art in general especially when it's like when you look like the old old school you know painters and renaissance and all that you see a different type of body than what you see over the past you know few years like that's like we're doing things trying to look for like this perfect body as opposed to the everybody and nobody sure. looks like most of the things you see and like I said, when I was dealing with, you know, my own issues, you know, I'm looking at myself and I don't see myself represented, you know, as a black person, it's hard enough to see yourself represented. And then, you know, you know, as a fat person, then, you know, it's even smaller, you know, so, yeah. you know, I really wanted to push something that could include me. And, and and because of that, a lot of people found that, you know, they also relate to, you know, I love when I get comments where people say, oh, that looks like me. And, you know, because like, fucking yes, that's what I want. <laughs> it looks like me. That's, that's what I need because that's what I want. Um, I put a post up earlier today talking, uh, a, a post saying, you know, I am, you know, fat art and you know all of that and it's like and it's a picture of me you know and my my naked body i think that that's that's really important when you are speaking about body positivity to be real be real about what it is you're talking about and that that's that's anybody so and even in my art you see skinny bodies i i I do art with uh little people with you know trans and i try to go all over you know to where any marginalized body can be represented and feel like they can look at my stuff and see, hey, that's me. Wow, do I wish you were around in middle school for me without <laughs> a doubt. I mean, I fell right into that trap of looking in the mirror and this what I have isn't what other people want. And I fell into that trap of deciding to lose a lot of weight out of choice. But it wasn't because I wanted to. It was because I thought I needed to. You said something interesting, too, in in your little opener or when you were describing how you got into this work, where you looked in the mirror and you said to yourself, that's not me. I think we all have, like, this idea in our heads about, like, the perfect us, right? The perfect way we're supposed to look versus how we look. And maybe for some people, that's what they see in the mirror. But for a lot of people that deal with weight issues or or I what I should say is just accepting their bodies because you don't necessarily have a weight issue. You just, you just, you have a society issue, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, or rather society has an issue with you. Yeah, and, and, and I think I think a lot of us can identify with seeing ourselves and thinking, you know, that's not me. Yeah, I think that was really something I, I wanted to highlight. Or tricking yourself into thinking that you can find the real you when in reality it's just there. You just have to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let it be. Let it shine. <laughs> let it shine. <laughs> so there's an interesting – so with every every – movement there's a counter movement right so with every positive thing the world decides it's going to try to do there's going to be somebody that's going to naysay you there is right now i i will say not as vocally of a push but every once in a while you're going to hear about some physical trainer some somebody that's in the in the business of fitness because that's really what it is they're going to say something like uh you can love yourself 
but don't pretend you're healthy. And that's something that I hate hearing because weight isn't the critical component to your health. Can you talk about how how your your sickness made you change your ideas of what health were? Well, in response to a lot of people saying, you know, health and don't look at that, nobody, I don't owe anybody health. My health doesn't make me worth it as a human being. If, I, if I'm Preach. sick, I'm not garbage <laughs> anymore. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's a big thing with people. When you are having, you know, be it physical or mental and you're having issues, you know, you're not less you just have that thing. Uh, one of the things that I, I talk about a lot with, with my artwork and even with the covering book and all of that is certain aspects of us are just parts of a whole. So me being fat isn't all I am. I'm not all just, I'm not just a fat guy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a part of me. I can choose to highlight that, but that's not all I am. So when, you're, when you have people come out here and you know, talk about you have to lose weight to be healthy, it's like, you don't, I could be fat and healthy. Like, what, what is, I can go on a whole tangent about that right there. But, <laughs> you know, people really irk me with a lot of things that they say, and they're not based on much of anything. It, it's, it's based on, like you said, you have a issue with society like you you bring a lot of that trash into things and believe that that's what it's supposed to be you just think that is what it is and where does happiness come into the equation yes you know our happiness is not worth nothing it has value yeah 100 for sure sure. um i know when i uh when i was sick doctors Doctors, being fat in general, when it comes to doctors, there's is, is a bias right off the bat. As soon as you walk in the office, yeah. you know, ear infection, broken arm, well, you, you probably should lose weight. You know, and, and that, was, that was a constant for me throughout my entire life. Now, when I was actually losing weight, I couldn't believe how many people were giving me congratulations and doctors was like, yeah, well, that's, that's really good. I see you lost a hundred pounds. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm, I'm dying. I don't, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's a problem. That, but they were looking at me losing weight as if that was a plus. And I'm like, no. So then when you say health, what is that? Yeah. I'm losing weight, but I'm not healthy. Mental health versus physical health for sure you know it's so you know i I don't know i don't know where people get off but they need to jump the hell off (laughs) so another aspect of your another aspect of your work is that you also try to raise the awareness of of sexuality you know people that are overweight or or just other than the norm or you know what we are told is normal being sexual beings, not being sexless beings, not being being able to enjoy life fully, um, and I and I really think that's interesting too. And recognizing that the body is a tool for that enjoyment. Yeah, I mean that comes about because I, I I love sex. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. It's awesome to do, especially when you're with a you know a partner that is caring and enjoys it too, enjoys you as well. A lot of times when it comes, you know, to fat bodies and once again, people's understanding of what is healthy, you know, a, a person who they see as sick isn't supposed to do that. You're, you know, you should be focused on trying to fix what I see as a problem with you. So, you know, trying to 
show people in my art that it's okay if you're fat and you like to fuck then do that like there's no you know unless there's really a a reason why you can't and you physically can't get that to happen you know enjoy yourself there's many aspects of sex that can be enjoyed sex isn't only penetration it's it's a connection with somebody you know whatever whoever and whatever you decide to do it with you know it, it's um hopefully it's a who but <laughs> objects are what's (laughs) (laughs) and we've all mind fucked we've all been there (laughs) oh geez but it's important to me like it's something especially you know i'm I'm talking about bodies you know and i'm I'm talking about being happy about your your body and you know i i i talk about marginalized bodies bodies that are supposed to be unacceptable those bodies and bodies like mine honestly i i I want to say I want to be accepted, but at the same time, it's like, if you don't accept me, then fuck you. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that goes either way with that. <laughs> I think I also appreciate, because I follow you every once in a while. It's almost, I don't know, I think you could set your clock to it at this point. At least once a month, you are posting a notice that you got from IG because they, <laughs> they like <laughs> shut something down. Like I've literally had within seconds of posting my my band boobs like that's yeah. supposed to be that's supposed to be tolerated and it's just my chest and it's like no you get that out of here you got to be deleted if you ever post some shit like that again and i'm like <laughs> wow like you know so even that i'm not accepted you know yeah how yeah. does that you know that that look to someone it also seems like you've gotten to a point where you don't have many qualms about it you're like hey this is what i do maybe you should accept it but if you don't bye pretty much you know it, i'm not gonna poof be gone <laughs> you know, i'm still here if you don't <laughs> like sure. it i'm still here um there's still people out there who are dealing with the same things that i'm talking about so to veer into your the art you're actually making can you talk about the style in which you make art, it seems very geometric, uh, a lot of different shapes coming together to create a whole. And I was wondering if, if you wouldn't mind speaking on that to a moment. Um, well, with that, I mean, that's that's actually something new that I've been experimenting with using, I believe it's called low poly art. It's, it's something I felt it really works really well when it comes to a body, because like I just said about pieces, pieces of someone and you know it it kind of has more meaning to seeing someone or seeing you know just a new body in pieces because it's 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 made with little pieces like every you know piece that I do it takes you know a number of hours because it's it's ridiculously tedious but it comes together like a puzzle piece like each shape creates you know a color and a shade and a gradient and forms a you know a left titty or a mouth or a face and it's like it's it's amazing to to use it and i've been enjoying it so far you know my art it evolves because that was you know if you come back you know maybe eight months ago i wasn't doing that and that's something i just learned on on my own like for the most part my my art is self-taught like i've sat down and figured it out for myself and it it just works so well like, it, you know, I, I didn't think in, in the beginning, I didn't think it would work so well, but it looks gorgeous to me and, you know, I toot my own horn, but it looks gorgeous and it really shows these bodies and, and different bodies in, in an amazing light. 
I think your your work, and we're actually gonna we're gonna definitely link uh, to you in the descriptions. We'll drop at the end. We'll have you drop your your handle for the listeners. But I think one thing is interesting to do is actually go back in your catalog to the beginning and watch it happen because you can definitely see the progress to that. It wasn't just like you oh, one day you were doing fractals. It was like earlier your early drawings were super simple. And and then they kind of started to evolve and then you kind of moved into like posterization a little bit with like blocks of uh, organic shapes that came together to create full forms. And then now you've kind of moved into like the ge- geometric fractal kind of design, which I think is really cool. My favorite thing to do with artists, visual artists, um, is, is to look at their their arc uh and just to kind of be like you know maybe it's because i'm a visual artist myself good one too (laughs) thank you but then i think about so your specific work has influenced me greatly because i mean i'm not a big big dude but i'm a big dude i'm six foot five i'm you know i'm not exactly uh i'm not in you know uh model shape and I and I've only recently been thinking about your art in respect to like other other work, and it's really interesting because it kind of helped me realize one day I was just watching a TV show and this black guy's on screen and he's like super cut and I said to myself, man, I gotta work out more. And like I'm just finally in a headspace where I'm like, that's a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm finally in a headspace where I'm like, you know, like maybe I shouldn't think that. And if I want to get stronger, that's fine. But like, I don't have to look like that. Yeah. But as a black man now, kind of like coming into this the conversation from that angle, we are kind of told that our bodies are only valuable if white folks can make money off it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's how we got here. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's exactly how we got here. So um, when it comes to being like a, a person of color, especially specifically being a black man um, in, in this country, it and I've, I've, I've made art that touched on this many times, um, you know, we are seen as specifically only sexual objects. You know, you, you have, I made a series of, uh, pictures uh, talking about not for your consumption. It went from a series of white women with tattoos. I don't know if you've ever heard of a queen of spades or mm. anything like that. Mm. And that, that basically is just putting everything that we are just into our penis. <laughs> like that's what that's made for. We are bulls and all these other type of things to just be enjoyed, to be consumed. Um, I even went to where I had um, candy bars, where I took candy bars and kind of changed their their logos to talk about, you know, how that works. And being that, even that, people call us chocolate and just, once again, reduce us down to one thing, something to consume, something that I'm supposed to be something you fuck, eat, (laughs) and, you know, enjoy. (laughs) But there's so much more to a person and that, that kind of sucks to just be that. And if I'm not that, then it's it's unacceptable because, you know, I wasn't good enough to begin with. So if I'm not doing those things, I'm not dancing for you, chucking and jiving, then what good am I? We're human beings. We're more than that. We We need to be able to have the room and space to be able to grow and show that we are more than that. And a lot of, a lot of us get caught 
because that's all we're told to where that's all we want to do. Um, you know, all of us want to go play basketball or, or something like that. And, and it's always the same type of things. Like, you know, you got to be a performer and that's what that is. Sure. sure. Majority of wealthy blacks are in entertainment, but there are so many other avenues to gain wealth and things like that. But once again, that's the mindset that we have been given is that you have to perform in order to be worth anything. You got to get on a stage or you got to get on a court. And that's the only way you're going to do it. As, as a tall person, as a tall black person, <laughs> you get asked all the time, you know, oh, you must have played ball. It's like, nah. <laughs> like, I messed around in football a little bit, but <laughs> I can't shoot. <laughs> I can't even jump. <laughs> it's so weird. As an average-sized white dude, no one's ever asked me if I played basketball before. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So... So, uh, so we talked about you have definitely have an arc. There's a journey to your work. Do you plot out what's next, or do you just do you just kind of let it happen? Man, I'm winging that shit every day. I'm just happy to be <laughs> Story here. Story of my life. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here and and doing uh, whatever whatever spirit moves me to to speak about or do. Then that's what I want to do. So far, it's been working for me. It keeps me connected if I'm because if I'm planning too far ahead, then I'm gonna start talking about something that people aren't even worried about right now. <laughs> sure. You know, and if I just keep my ear, I guess, you know, to the pulse of what things are that are important to me and, you know, people who follow me and, and speak with me, then, you know, I feel like I, I, I'm better off that way. Currently, I'm uh, working on like a, I guess, a collection of my art but specifically when it comes to fat bodies. And so I've been talking a little more about that because I feel like, once again, that representation is important to get those fat bodies out there and things that look like me um, so that other people can see something that looks like them. So I just have a collection of my followers that were okay with submitting images to be used for that because that's I feel like that's the best way to really encompass everybody or at least as many people as you can is to have everybody be a part of it it goes back to creating an artistic community you choose family and you embrace a culture yeah so much yeah so much of art especially when it's like heavily featured online has become that and that's like the one of the good sides to social media is like you know artists can have followings of people from all over that maybe would never have any other opportunity to see what they're doing and affect people in ways that they maybe weren't, wouldn't be able to do. And actually on that topic, so, you know, the, we're all slave to the algorithm, right? So talk about the business side of what you do. Do you, do you feel the effects of that? Do you feel any of that pressure? Like, oh, your your likes or your ads or your follows, they're not going up as quickly this month as last month. Or do you start to second guess anything, anything you're doing or you just kind of move along? Like, I feel the pressure like Atlas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's constantly, it's, it's in the back of my mind. I, I try to not allow it to sway me because I don't know when I'm gonna get deleted. So, so it makes sense. <laughs> It's just that's me really get too caught up in that. Um, I, sure. I think I've been shadow banned for ever. Yeah, yeah. Bernie Mac said ever, uh, <laughs> and it's just that is what it is. So, 
Yeah, I gotta I, get that website going. <laughs> I mean, Squarespace. Try to get it all, but I, I can't. I can't keep up. It's, it's, yeah, it's, here, here, here. all that. It, but once it goes back to just doing what I feel is true and what the spirit moves me to do, and create that is gonna be worthwhile to somebody or For everybody. Sure. <laughs> all right, Isaac. Does the spirit move you to? have a little have a little fun with us and and go a little off the rails <laughs> if you're the spirit then yes <laughs> <laughs> so before isaac does our fun portion we just want you to head to his page at color my flaws on instagram check out his work it'll be in the show description and we want to thank you for coming and talking with us so let's let's get into let's get into introduce your uh your fun bit colormyflaws.com oh colormyflaws.com perfect perfect there's also a patreon in there yes patreon www.patreon.com slash ffwb fat friends with benefits which is the name of the uh, erotic fiction that i do right love it and yeah that's pretty much everything i got <laughs> <laughs> all right so i as i understand you have you have an excerpt for us Oh yeah, I do have an excerpt. I do have um, a little something I wanted to read from it. Just the the beginning. Now, when it comes to fat friends with benefits, it's a lot of things. So, it is erotica, but at the same time, it's speaking about something that's really dear to me, and that's you know fat representation and you know being able, like we just talked about, being able to be fat and have sex and enjoy yourself, and um, being queer and but it, it deals with a lot of things. So it deals with racism. It deals with being queer. It deals with being fat. It deals with just a, a whole thing. And it also murder and mystery. <laughs> um, All so, the best things have murder and mystery. So hopefully, you know, I, I always say for people never to just expect something from me. <laughs> always be ready to just go, wow, where did that come from? So ready, uh, ready, and I can waiting. read it now if you want me to read. I can yeah, read go for it. Little part, and it, it's it's more on the tamer part of the whole thing because, like I said, it does it does get very it is it's erotic. So I do have parts. Um, it comes in a series of short stories. Um, right now, I think I have like eleven or twelve short stories, and if you go to the Patreon. 25 bucks you can check it out and and read up on it and also that's a deal right there that is a deal (laughs) but wait there's more no (laughs) you can check it out and i also do my my uncensored art that i can't post on instagram things that you can't see so you can really see fat bodies doing you know all types of things so i guess without further ado i'll uh read from Fat Friends with Benefits. Uh, this one is titled 1963. And I, I sent you guys some artwork that was the cover for this particular story. This story I wrote is my favorite of them all um, because this one doesn't really deal with the erotic side so much, but it's a little more deeper into the story. And it's actually a backstory to one of the main characters so it's titled 1963 um there's a second part that i have written but i haven't posted yet 
So anybody who's listening to this, if you keep following me, you get on there, you'll definitely be able to hear what's, you know, what more comes with this. So here we go. 1963, Fat Friends with Benefits. Don't slouch, girl. Your cousin gonna be here soon, Mama says while shifting her feet. Sir Lynn rolls her eyes for the 100th time this morning, the 100th criticism she's had to accept, and it's not even noon yet. Sir Lynn and Mama are standing outside on the porch. Mama is waiting patiently in the Tuscaloosa heat, dressed like she was gonna meet Jesus himself. Two suitcases sits at her feet. Serlin is hunched forward, overalls dirty, chasing dirty ants with a stick. And you in that dirt again. Lord, fix this black child. Mama ain't never liked Serlin. That's what Serlin felt. Her real mama, her black mama, dropped her off when she was eight on account of her daddy used to beat her. At least that's what mama said. Mama always picked at everything Serlin did. It wasn't Serlin's fault that she was this way. At 14, she was taller than every boy at school and some of the teachers. On top of that, she was chubby. So children did to her what children often do to fat children. It was hell from the heat to the people she would meet. On top of that, she had a disease, as mama would call it. That disease make you like that, like a boy. Mama smacks the back of Serlin's head. Look at the mess you done brought down on yourself, girl. The good Lord's gonna work in your life, make you a proper Negro woman. And I'll just cut off there. That was great. That was great. We actually do uh, midweek quickies, and we might bring you back and have you read a longer portion for that. That that was great. Oh, definitely. I I love. I've I've actually been working on trying to turn it into an audiobook working on recording myself and you definitely have the voice for it i don't want to yeah, yeah. turn you into a product but you do <laughs> have that sultry tone you know i appreciate it yeah that was that was great i um i'm surprised isaac i didn't know you were right <laughs> i didn't know you until i wrote it <laughs> he said earlier he's full of surprises you know um i i i mean i do a lot if you if you follow my instagram i, I sing a little bit uh do a little bit of acting every oh, night. Oh yeah, I see the singing. You know what though? <laughs> uh, uh, it's indicative, right, of the of the time. I, I don't think I know any artist that just does one thing. Like I don't think I know any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. You can't. You, you can't. You can't. Multifaceted. Yeah. You got to be all over the place. I would also hate it if I only did one thing. <laughs> Millennials don't have that luxury, right? <laughs> to do one thing. <laughs> We're going to do like three different types of art. Oh, also, I'm going to hold down a nine to five because, you know, art ain't paying me shit. <laughs> and with you two, you got kids and wives. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's all good, though. It's all good. Isaac, man, thank you so much for coming on, sharing so much of yourself with us, sharing your work uh, and the wonderful reading. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sub just so I can read the rest of it. <laughs> You'll love it. You'll like it. I'm telling you, I, I put a lot of effort in there. Um, it's also available on Amazon if you want to check it out. Just oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like I said, patreon.com, FFWB. Um, it's a good read. Everybody who's read it has definitely enjoyed it. it you, you know, it'll get you horny, it'll get you mad, it'll get you happy, it'll get you all over the place. So. <laughs> I do like to read my porn in a confusing mental state. Watching <laughs> <laughs> porn. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Isaac. 
No problem. Thank you guys for, for even wanting to interview me. I really do appreciate it, and I've, I've enjoyed myself. And with that, that brings us to our audience engagement. So from what I understand, Mike, last week we had some audience engagement. Would you mind touching on that for us? Yeah, we do. Uh, our listener, Clarence, had uh, some very very nice words to say about the show and also wanted to share a little bit about why he does art and and what it and what it does for him personally uh his comment reads for me it's an escape and helps heal me i've struggled in my life and art has been there to heal me when i've needed it the most we need art especially now the world needs a lot of healing i think that is so true and that uh, art can be a lot of things for a lot of people. Um, but I also think that art, as our guest today uh, has explained, can be a healing force and a force for self-improvement. Thank you, Clarence, for participating and listening to the show. And if you... Thank you, Clarence, for participating and listening to the show. And if you other listeners out there want to participate, well, I have a perfect opportunity for you. What's our audience engagement for this week, Shane? Our audience engagement this week is about body positivity. We want to know, we would like to hear from you about where you personally are on your journey towards body positivity. So join us on Facebook at Active Listeners Pod or on Twitter at Act List Pod and join in the conversation. Peace. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating. And if you really like what you hear and you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash active listeners pod and become a patron. Our theme music, It's a Trap, was created by Remodel. Thanks for listening.